The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. I borrowed it from Quagmire. He's not home because he got abducted by aliens last night. So do you guys just not do the anal probe anymore? Is that No, that's more or less been retired. I see, I see. Do you, do you still have the thing? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasma Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, Playboy? I hope that our guest's UFO sighting scares you. I hope it. I, you know, I'm sure it will. (laughs) I'm already like mentally prepared for this. I've been mentally preparing all day, you know, because it's just, just whatever. God damn it. (laughs) Uh, It is what it is. It is what it is. How does it feel to talk to me two nights in a row? That's the real question. You know, it feels pretty good, actually. I'm kind of. A, I know you like it. I do, I do. <laughs> I'm just glad that you brought it up. You know. All right. Well, I'll cut the tension right there. Um, <laughs> we got a re- returning guest. Uh, Jeff Adamek is back on Ectoplasm. What's How's it going, up? Jeff? Hey guys. Hey. Uh, thanks for having me back on. Um, I am happy to say that tonight I will not be playing the uh, the role of the the guy that plays debunker and pisses off all the friggin' fans out there who love all those creepy stories tonight i've got my own creepy story to help perpetuate the myth so to speak nice dude i gotta tell you though i really appreciated you coming on the show for that mothman episode and kind of setting the record straight i i do appreciate well, that i mean set, set the record straight it's really funny because uh so so i have a I have my own my military podcast that I'm on, but I'm also a co-host on on a few other podcasts. And one of them is a a paranormal comedy podcast. Nice. And uh, God bless those guys. These guys that are friends of mine, but uh, they hate me for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> they don't believe it at all. They're like, "You're lying. You're not telling like, oh, me. I'm telling you the truth." And it's just for the really hardcore believers, it is really hard to come to grips with uh, with the fact that something that they've they've believed for so long is a is a fact or a, or a true. Um, paranormal event or conspiracy uh, to have to have common sense and then truth yeah. put in front of them. I, I get it. It's hard for people to to believe and believe me. That's not my intent when I come on come on the show to to do stuff like that. It's just uh, there's so many really creepy things out there as we'll talk about tonight uh, that things that are just a waste of your time, in my opinion, should be just put to rest. And yeah. not that Mothman's a waste of time. Great story and all that, but it's just uh, there's just there's in my opinion there's just enough evidence out there to to prove it not true. No, I would totally agree with you. And I think like like kind of what you were saying there, you know, people have, you know, devoted their lives to this, to the story, to the uh, supposed observation uh, or whatever of the Mothman. Like we're talking decades here, you know, and a lot of money and a lot <laughs> and of money, a lot of fucking too, money, so. man. Like Point Pleasant in and of itself is banking off of this. Um, 
I don't know. Like, I think it's very important, especially in the paranormal field, the community, what have you, that we have people like yourself that are willing to do that and be like, you know what? I'm not saying that's exactly what happened, but that's what fucking happened. <laughs> this is this is the best uh, thing that we could explain it away. And that's the best thing that I've ever heard that could potentially explain that away. So, I don't know. I think it's good for the community. Uh, sometimes it is tough to uh, choke down a truth burger every once in a while, though. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's what I, I do understand. It. I didn't get I didn't get much hate mail. I did get a lot of questions of, "Are you for real? Is that real?" And I'm like, "Hey, you know, unfortunately, it is." But yeah. uh, but stand by because I've got some stuff that uh, uh that is uh, more more likely to please the people out there who who um oh, yeah. who listen to stuff. As those of you who listen to uh the double episode done done by the uh, the guys over Hysteria Fifty One, uh, I was on there as a subject matter expert for the their disclosure episodes and uh yes. it kind of goes in line with this and that's because of what I used to do and for a living uh, I was exposed to some things I worked with some organizations that really did real investigations on that stuff uh, legitimate government sanctioned stuff and so uh what happened this week to me uh, as as Josh or as Josh is hearing about and Jason is referred to uh kind of really it was it was a unique experience what happened to me earlier this week so <sighs> Did you shit yourself? I, like, what happened? Like, <laughs> I don't know. You, you want to get to it, don't you? <laughs> I do. I do. But I really first, do. I do want to say that I did do a little digging into that. Um, I, can't, I can't remember the name of the magazine that you mentioned that had the article in it. It was uh, about uh, Soldier of Fortune. It was a Soldier yes. of Fortune. Oh, yeah. I did do a little digging into that, and that article was real. And there was other references to it out there online. So I know you weren't just talking out of your ass. Right. Not that I thought you were, but oh no, I I, I do plenty of that on my own. Uh, normally, I'll <laughs> normally I'll either front load or uh, or caveat my shit talking at the end when I say you know. Hey, by the way, everything that I just said or everything that I will say next is all in jest. But that happens to not be one of those situations. That yeah. that was a uh, true to life and my experience with the gentleman who was that guy. Uh, that's all true. I've retold that story a few different times to uh, just different groups of people or what have you. Um, they're absolutely blown away. They're absolutely blown away by it. And, I mean, it's just, again, it's just one of those things. I think it's important. Well, it just goes to show, along with what we're going to be talking tonight, they love, yes. not they, I'm talking generalities, but this, the people that hold the secrets, for good reason most of the time, they love the fact that, they can pass stuff off as paranormal. Yeah, I would think. Am I wrong in that? You're absolutely. Jeff? You're absolutely correct. So, so our our fascination as a as a species with the things that we can't explain or the things that are 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 left out there unexplained completely or mysterious or you know all those things. We have a fascination as as a as a species with this kind of stuff. And it's because we want to, much like mythology in the in the past, we want to come up with ways to explain the things that we don't understand. And uh, science over the years has done a great job of debunking many things that, that were initially thought to be uh, spiritual or, or paranormal in, in their basis somewhere. But uh, they utilize, the people in charge, utilize that, that desire, that, that unspoken primal desire to create unexplained mysteries as a way to use it as disinformation and, and for, yeah. for things that are real. Things that are real that they want to keep secret or things that, they, you know, much like we talked about it uh, when me and 
when me and uh, Sam were on after that with the JFK thing, you know, the right. conspiracy theorists do all their disinformation work for them. And so they just, no matter how close to the truth people are with certain stories that they tell about situations, they're likely to just ignore it and let it run its course because there's going to be someone out there with aluminum foil wrapped around their head that is going to completely make everybody else com- ignored by the, by the main populace, by, by the disbelievers, the skeptics, and the people who just don't have any imagination where for some reason in their lives have been jaded to the point where they don't want to believe in things that are bigger or outside what they, what they can see, feel, smell, and touch. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Fuck. I want to hear what happened. Okay. I want to, I want to, I want to get into it. (laughs) So a little bit of a back, a little bit of uh, a backstory. Uh, My last couple of years in the military, um, this is something not of a revelation, but this is something that I that I tread lightly when talking about. But I did work with and around an organization that has a that had a job, uh, as many of those who have watched the news, to investigate aerial phenomenon that are considered threats that are unexplained. And uh, so I have had exposure to and information about some things that come from outside of normal sources that are flying around in the air, flying under the water, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I did work with those things. And, and having said that, I'm not here to disclose anything that I that I knew or didn't know about that stuff. Damn it. So I've seen weird things that are as far as like during investigations, but never never with my own eyes, to be, to be quite honest. So I, I work in Raleigh, North Carolina in the IT industry. I am driving home to my house. I live outside of Fort Bragg, North Carolina still, where I was stationed in the military. And it's an hour and a half drive. For me to come home and uh, i believe was this monday jason or tuesday i can't remember exactly i think it might have been monday it was it may i it was monday i think yeah either yeah, it was, yeah. no it was tuesday because i it doesn't really matter no, it, was I did tuesday. it was tuesday because when you asked me if i wanted to come on yesterday's episode uh, i said it was kind of too short notice and i wanted to make sure that i looked i did some investigation of what i thought i saw or no not what i thought i saw what i saw uh the the following day so I'm driving home. It's about an hour and a half commute for me from from my from my office up in Raleigh to to my house in in, in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And there is a road called 87 southbound that I, it's a two lane highway. It's a four lane highway completely going both ways, but a two lane on the side I was driving on uh, 87 southbound uh, right outside of the Spring Lake Fort Bragg border area. So I was close to Fort Bragg, but not quite there. It was about 545. And as I turn around. I come around this curve in the corner and then there's a, a big long straight straight uh straight away that goes on for a couple miles uh, about 300 feet in the air right above passing perpendicular to the road over top of the road is a aerial aircraft uh, is the best i could say um that was passing um slow enough for me to get a decent and thorough look at it but fast enough for by the time i got pulled over or the time I did pull over and got out, it was already past us over top to the trees on the other side and was off. And I couldn't get any kind of audio um, recognition of it. So I can't tell you if it made any noise because I was in my car, obviously driving, listening to the radio. But what this thing I saw was it was after sunset guys. So it was, it was dark. I mean, it was was five 45, just about the sun just went down. It was not quite, quite dark enough outside, but dark enough for anything that flew over that was illuminated to be noticeable and only 300 feet, like I said. Um, but it was a cigar shaped aircraft. Uh, it was traveling perpendicular to the highway at approximately the size of an 18 wheelers trailer. 
like the trailers on an 18 wheeler. So, you know, good 50, 50 feet, 60, up yeah. almost, you could say even over a hundred feet. I don't know what 300 feet in the air, or how sure. big it was, but it was fairly large and it was illuminated in a pale green light. And that, there was no source of that light except for the entire aircraft. Um, it was a pale green light. And, and what, after thinking about it long and hard, it looks like a regular traffic, green light, traffic light, just a little bit dimmer. Uh, and it had no blinking, no rotating lights, no other specific source of, of glow other than the entire body of this vehicle. Um, I, I observed no windows, no doors. Uh, it was definitely artificial. Uh, appeared to be constructed of some kind of mechanical metal or non-smooth surface. I mean, you can see there was angles and, and it wasn't a completely circular and, and smooth kind type of craft. It was obviously some kind of metal and there was lines in there and, and but there was no windows or doors that I could see. It was traveling about 25 to 30 miles per hour. Um, six vehicles pulled over. Four on the bound on the on southbound side the where, where I was driving on. Oh shit. And two on the northbound side. So six vehicles had pulled over. We were all got out of our vehicle. Um, one woman was completely freaking out asking what was going on. These are all people live around Fort Bragg. So we see aircraft right quite often. But we've ne- I'd never seen uh, guys. I'm telling you that in 20 years of working in special operations, as a trained UAV pilot, as a person who's been on every single special operations and you know can, can you know a regular aircraft platform that you could be on, I had no idea what this thing was, and I'd never seen anything like it before in my life. Damn. Um, one thing I was going to ask about that at Fort Bragg, specifically, do you know Fort Bragg well? I've been here 20 years. Yeah, that's what I figured. I just wanted to make sure and ask. Um, how likely would something that, say, is some kind of test aircraft, how likely would something like that land at Fort Bragg? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a really good question. And I'm going to say unlikely at this moment in time. Because of two things. Uh, one is 95 to 100% of all of our test aircraft are flown out of uh, Croom Lake, Dreamland, Area 51, if you will. Uh, most of the designing of all that's done up in Ohio. And why would something... So if it's at 545 traveling towards Fort Bragg, a perpendicular this road, that means it must have been traveling on its way to Fort Bragg 45 minutes earlier in broad daylight. And if it was a test aircraft of some sort that would not be happening uh they would not take off from fort bragg in a test aircraft to test flight around fort bragg and reland back there um and there are some units on fort bragg one of them I, I used to work with uh that may or may not have access to something like that but generally those guys would depart and go to the location in the desert that these aircraft are generally tested at so it is very unlikely that this aircraft um of aircraft or platform or drone or whatever it was. I highly doubt drone. It was way too large to be a drone. Um, could have possibly been military in nature. Well, you say that drone as in uh, being our technology, but it very well could have been a drone if it wasn't our technology. Absolutely. Absolutely. As as most of, <clears throat> not to give away too much uh, stuff that I know, as most non-terrestrial sightings that have been made around the Earth have been discovered by investigating authorities. We have been, we have found that most of them are not piloted by biological entities. Jeez. 
You scared? Is that scaring you, Josh? No. Well, I guess if there's no, no alien on board. Right. I said that's most. you're afraid of. I did not you're say all of them. Stop it. I said most. God damn it. Most. Not all. Stop it. So, <laughs> what, so what you're saying is, barring some crazy circumstance, it, sh- it wouldn't be our military. I, I No. And it wouldn't be someone else's military. Right. Flying a well, a, yeah, that's a, yeah, it would not, a, it, so, it did not appear, and that's real. I've really got to tread lightly here because I don't like jumping to conclusions. But this is the first time ever that I've seen something where it pulled me over, and I and I had no explanation myself. I mean, six people pulled over, four of them were military, like that's myself. what I was gonna ask, um, man. That's exactly what my question was gonna be. It was the other people that pulled over, how many of them? Because I mean, you're in that area, there's gonna be a lot yeah. of military personnel around that area. Oh, yeah. And oh, so yeah, four of the six. And most, and most of us over here are special operations in some sort. Right. So. so then four of the six are at least military, if not then former military. Right? Yes, exactly. What were their reactions? Uh, one guy, when I was leaving, uh, after standing there for about five minutes and then going, you know, I'm not singing, coming back over. Um, I need to get home. Uh, I mean, yeah. immediately before I even drove off after I sat down in my car, I had posted the text uh, or posted on Facebook the the message that Jason quickly referred back to. Um, <laughs> but uh, while I was getting in, there was one individual who was former military was calling um, the authorities to report it. And I, and I remember saying to him, I'm like, hey, buddy, why? Yeah. You know, what's why, why are you calling the authorities? No cops going to come out here and, and there, you know, there is no space cops going to stop by and, and, you know, arrest them for flying within the, the air, the air you know, the restricted airspace of Fort Bragg. And that's Fucking the thing. We were very close and at 300 feet, definitely within the restricted airspace of if, the Fort Bragg training yeah. area. If this thing were to show up on radar in that area, what would happen? Uh, generally, there would be uh, uh, Seymour Johnson Air Force Base would scramble F-16s that are loaded for bear and they would yeah. blow that sucker out of the sky. Right. I'm like, they would light Fort it Bragg. up. They don't mess around, man. Fort yeah. Bragg is the most spied upon uh, location in the yes. entire world. And that, that is not me being facetious. That is an absolute fact. We, we have more spies and more third-party intelligence gathering people staring at Fort wow. Bragg all the time because of what it's, you know, it's the home of the special operations. Yeah. Uh, they're staring at us all the time to, to see what's going on. So, I mean, there's people in my own neighborhood that I'm sure are are of of foreign intelligence service area and they you know they you can always tell pick them out from our training and identify them but it would be it would be well well within a bad call for a foreign military to fly any kind of uh, intelligence gathering drone aircraft or anything like that that wasn't on an attack vector into this area no they would absolutely fuck their world up so clearly this thing was undetectable by fort bragg or, as far as I can see now, wow. I did. Uh, so I, like I said, I did uh, take the next day to make some phone calls, uh, go online and check some certain sites that I'm I'm aware of that can check for reports and stuff like this. And uh, I found nothing. Well, not that, that, that you says would... more to me. That says more to me than anything else. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Not that you would see it get blown out of the sky. But my guess is it would have never made it that close. If they were able to see it, that exactly. was what my initial concern was when I saw this thing. I'm like, "Wait, what the hell is this thing doing this close to to, to the fort?" Wow, that's amazing, though. The whole damn structure is basically like 
illuminated in some way from a source that you're yeah, not even like able to see. Yeah, it was like it had its own self-perpetuating right. light source that it was giving off on its own. Yeah, like a bioluminescent type thing is what I'm it, thinking of. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. It looked yeah. like it looked like somebody painted. It looked like somebody yeah. painted uh, something metal with the predator's blood. That's what it looked like. Damn. 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 And Fort damn. Bragg would be somewhere, as you stated. Uh, every every military agency or intelligence on the planet wants to look at it. Why wouldn't yeah. some other intelligence? from off the planet or an intelligence on the planet that we don't know about would want to look at it. Well, but Fort Bragg, Fort Bragg, well, North Carolina itself is not devoid of its, of its paranormal, um, stuff. Uh, the, you know, Brown, Brown mountain lights are here. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's a long history of, of odd things that are in the skies over Fort Bragg and, or, or over North, Car- North Carolina. So, uh, it's not it's not unheard of for things to be seen around Fort Bragg. I've just yeah. never seen them. This is my first time seeing something that I just legitimately over the last three days. I, I cannot guys. I cannot explain rationally in my head what this possibly could have been. How does that make you feel? I mean, um, taking all your experience with this sort of thing, not that you personally experienced but you you've already stated all the your experience you have with this sort of investigation stuff but you never saw one before how do you feel now uh well i, I think there's like i i guess i'm having a bit of a it's surreal because i've never seen it now when i say i've never seen i never seen anything that was at the moment not explained or not handed to me in a media format that was like video audio photograph um, I have seen videos that are way beyond what, what was released last year. Um, oh yeah. I mean, way beyond guys. I'm talking so way beyond that there would be no skeptics <laughs> anywhere about this stuff. I was shocked as, as anyone else when, when Luis, Luis Elizondo, yes. um, came out, came out with those videos and, and those things came out because, uh, that was something that was very well known by us, and uh, and but, when you're sitting when you're sitting in a in a conference room with with high ranking military um, people from the Pentagon, and there is no explanation out of the investigators, but this is probably from somewhere else outside of this planet. It is hard to come to grips with having to give somebody that answer. Right, you know you're going to be laughed out of the room, but yet Shit. that was one of the few times where that answer was what was given. Wow. Um, so now, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm ahead, just thinking to myself, okay, like just for a second, like back to the craft, okay, the craft mm-hmm. itself that you witnessed. You said it was like the cigar shape or what have you. Now we have seen, you know, different photographs and you know, really shitty, grainy, you know, videos and things like that of cigar shaped craft. They don't necessarily seem to be, I don't know, like if, if I were designing an aircraft, I don't know if that would be the, the shape, the aerodynamic design that I would use. Like, well, I mean, an aircraft, an aircraft, modern day, you know, human aircraft fuselage, where removing the wings off right. is nothing more than a cigar shaped aircraft. Right. But well, now watching this thing. It would have or need the same aerodynamics but now uh, that's what i was my what i was kind of getting to now observing this thing for yourself with your own eyes what was its maneuvering like it it was it was traveling straight line in a straight line straight line okay yeah i didn't i did not see it move i see um i will say that it it, it's its front and rear end were very blunted Um, okay so 
if you can think of a loaf of bread. Yes. Yeah. Where it's curved at the ends a little bit, but still cigar shaped in its sure. essence. Uh, that that's kind of what it looked like. Now, Damn. then you add in all of the the, you know, science fiction, you know, piping and, and you know, lines that are in the side of, of something that you would see. Yeah. Um, very much like, and it's really weird, but it's the only thing I could think of. Very much like uh, the Sulaco from the movie Alien, um, <laughs> from the outside view when yeah. they, when they first pass over you, having all those different little, uh, you know, st- things that stick out and all the different lines and the God you know damn. different stuff without the windows. Um, that that's what it appeared to, to me, and it it went by slow enough for me to be able to identify those things on it. But like I said, it, I really wish I'd have seen it from off a distance ways and got over to here. Sure. Um, because I do have some information as to the sound that you should be looking, listening for, for something that is, um, more than human based, maybe is is the word you can use. Uh, and there should be little to no sound to a hum. Uh, and I, and I really wanted to hear if I heard chopper blades, um, cause it was dark enough to wear, but here's the thing. This is one thing I tell people all the time. If you see no blinking lights, right, you're seeing something, right? You're seeing something because blinking lights is a standard, you know, conventional aircraft sig- insignia that all yeah. pilots are taught to, you know, red, right, return, blinking lights, and all that. They're all going to have blinking. So if you see some kind of aircraft that there is no observable blinking light, um, you're you're seeing something that's that's probably takes is worth a second glance. Something military else. aircraft that would be a secret not a secret no not um well so i have an, an example for this it's not like it was some crazy high-tech secret plane it may have been but i i didn't see it personally but i have a friend that worked at a small airport outside of kansas city it's actually where george bush flew in so it used to be a military base long ago when like john glenn trained there and, and whatnot oh, anyways wow. He was working there one day in the um, Air Force Reserve. I'm not quite sure what he did there, but they house um, a lot of helicopters there. Anyways, he witnessed a black, um, like a black fighter jet that wasn't responding to the tower at first, but then responded at the last second landed. They w- somebody went out, fueled it up, and it took off. Would something like that have blinking lights on it, dude? Uh, dude. When the when the when those military when those military aircraft you're talking about like stealth fighters, stealth bombers. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't it wasn't one of they, the stealth. It was a conventional, not conventional. I don't know what the right term is, but it was like a what would normally be painted gray fighter jet, uh-huh. painted black. He, okay. Wow. And he he recognized what type of plane it was. It was coming out of the west, and it was heading towards, um, I can't the the air force base not too far from here. But it had to stop there to fuel before it could make it just a little bit farther than where it was. But he said it was really strange because the pilot never got out. He called in some signal at the last minute before he landed. Somebody came out, fueled him up, and he took right back off wow. again. Right, right. Uh, no, I would say that those those planes would not, um, they would not go tactical. Is is the uh, is the word that they use? Uh, even when we're doing tactical, or when I was in and we did tactical, um, you know, fixed wing or rotary wing aircraft missions here in the Fort Bragg area. Um, 
we wouldn't be able to go tactical with our lighting scheme. So, you know, during the invasion of Iraq, I flew on a C-130 tactically into, into northern Iraq. Uh, that was complete lights out. You know, no lights on that thing at all. Yeah. Um, so it's either going to have no lights on it at all, or if it does have lights on it, you're going to have blinking lights so that it could be identified. You know, one time, like, so if it was in the sky, Joe blowed down on the ground. Right. It w- wouldn't, if it was, especially at night, you, you just see some blinking lights. So you wouldn't be able to identify it. <laughs> right. Right. Let me so tell you. Why wouldn't they have their lights on? So, yeah, I worked overnight shift in Malvern, Iowa. At a group home. This was probably nine, ten years ago now at this point. And one night, middle of the night, I go outside, I smoke. And I'm having my cigarette or whatever, and I see something two blocks away, up in the sky. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Again, no blinking lights whatsoever. And this thing, I mean, is at most 150 feet up, tops going right down Main Street of Malvern, Iowa, basically, right? (laughs) And no blinking lights whatsoever. Now, obviously, the first thing that comes through my head is just a feeling of dread, obviously, right? I'm about to, like, poo myself everywhere. The one thing, then, that once it did approach a little quicker, or, excuse me, a little closer, I did notice that it was one of those stealth, uh, like, stealth bombers or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Fuck me, man! It was like crawling, hardly oh, any yeah, noise, hardly be surprised how any. Slow those things can move. I can move was quite slow, dude. I was more impressed with that. Like after I realized what it was, because then I could, you know, there's that very distinct shape. So once I was able to figure that out, I was like, holy shit! Then I was able to actually like kind of sit back and be like, this is fucking cool, you know? <laughs> it was one of the creepiest fucking things ever, though. Just the the slowness of it, the fact that it was barely making a sound, and it was that fucking close to me, uh, was just amazing, absolutely. Well, amazing. those things, and correct me if I'm wrong, but those things you don't hear until they're past. Yeah, most most yeah. jet aircraft, you you're gonna hear it after it passes you more than 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 you would hear a conventional aircraft that has. Right. And open front, but what's interesting is those, and those are called delta wing um, designed aircraft. Those ones that are triangular in shape, yes. the ones that are very much probably the source of very many of the triangular UFOs that sure. you know in the in the sixties and seventies sure. that were reported were probably these delta wing aircraft. But their ability to to fly oh at a stall speed that is much Dude. slower than what you would think it needs to have crawling, is uncanny. fucking uncanny. crawling, man. And it was it was cool because then I I I put two and two together. I'm like, okay, well. You know, off at Air Force Base is about twenty miles away from where yeah, I'm you standing, have right? So in your skies that they could see that, right? That exactly. They would know about. Exactly. And so I was like, okay, it's just a a training mission, whatever they're doing, whatever. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it was pretty damn impressive, though. Um, now, one thing that I that you were that you were mentioning before, Jeff, is the fact that you know when this. These guys come out last year with this incredible footage. Absolutely incredible footage. It's all over the news. It was everywhere, all over the news. People are instantaneously then talking about the possibility of, 
you know, aliens and, and things of that nature, right? This has now become something for a small amount of time or whatever, became something you could talk about around the water cooler at work, right? Now, why don't, like, because you, you did say that you have personally seen things that there would absolutely be no shadow of a doubt, no skeptics whatsoever. Right. Why the fuck don't they just take the damn cap off the bottle then? Like, why don't they just let the cat out of the bag? Would it be good for the human populace? Would everybody freak out? Or what would happen, in your opinion? So is that, that's, that's, that's a fantastic question, man. Full that, disclosure. That I think we struggle with as, as, yes. as believers of stuff like this is to why don't they just tell everyone? So everyone goes online and, and, and uh, they, they, they look up and they struggle and they talk about this, this, this topic of disclosure and why, why have it not been disclosed? Um, we are in the midst of, of what is technically a long form of disclosure. Thank you. And okay. the reason why it's not being put out in a in a fast manner is because you still have very much um and this is by no means meant to offend anyone but you still have mm. religion Correct. that is so so tied into people's belief systems that what does this do to god it would it what would does cause it, do? it would cause epidemic yes. levels of 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 hysteria thank you um mass panic uh, breakdown i mean can you can you imagine if that if that aircraft that flew over if if i told you guys about the about the pamphlets that they dropped that just said looking for Josh Hurd's butt. Um, yeah, you would yeah. freak out. You would freak out. <laughs> no, but so, all joking aside, that's that's the kind of stuff that, that, that would definitely lead to massive panic. Yes. And we, we are in the midst of it. Um, what was it, 10 years ago that the, that the Pope himself yes, made a comment that, that, you know, if they're – God made everything, including – aliens if there are out there. And it, you well, talk about – Why would the Pope say that? Yep, you know, exactly. Why would he say that? And they have the uh, so, the observatory there um, in, in at the Vatican, and they've come out and said, you know, absolutely, you should be looking to the sky. We should absolutely be looking towards the sky because, they're, you know, it's stupid to think that we are the only ones out here. It's not stupid. It's it's arrogant. <clears throat> it's, right. it's, it's ignorant, and it's it's just it's just statistically and Completely and just outright impossible. untrue, guys. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, as much as I can say without – there is absolutely, absolutely no question that we are not the only intelligent species in the universe. Yeah. There is no question. So with this so, with this slow burn of disclosure, right, are we, like, a lot of people out there, especially in the UFO community and what have you, would suggest that, yes, with uh, certain things that are put out in pop culture, uh, movies like Independence Day, you know, things of that nature, uh, the fourth kind, what have you. We're slowly being conditioned um, to Why would be we more be accept- conditioned to be in more a accepted. negative way. Well, there's there's a, there's a twofold thing. So, as much as you want to believe that that we are not alone, you also must pay very much heed to to the the side of science that. Um, that the physicist, the, 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 the one who was in the wheelchair, um, Hawking. Yeah. Stephen Hawking, Stephen Hawking said, um, be careful what yeah. you wish for. And it's, 
he's not wrong. Dude, we talked um, about that last night, I think. He, he did. flat he out said. He flat out said, like, if that cosmic doorbell rings, don't fucking answer it. That's what he said. <laughs> like, don't do it. It's the, the best thing, like you guys said it last night, and uh, and the best way you can look at it is pretend that you're the American, the Native Americans, and that yes. this is Europeans. <laughs> uh, their intent yes. may not be to harm, but if when we go over to to some and this is from a movie what uh, an anthill in africa and destroy an entire colony of ants do we think twice about it exactly no, we man. don't exactly and, and i'm not saying that that's the case and it's but there's you have to be cognizant and aware of that possibility so and, and pop culture is not setting it up for that for us to be afraid of anything uh, I think that very much media loves to play to people's yeah. fears. That's why that's oh, why fuck. horror movies do so well. That's why uh, people can only see a movie like E.T. or a movie like Close Encounters of the Fourth or the Third Kind right. so many times before they're like, okay, yeah, great, but what happens if something else happens? And that's right. why movies like Independence Day, the fourth, you know, the fourth kind. That's why right. they do well is because people want to see both sides of it. But so- we need to be careful about what we wish for. Because we are, we could just be a speed bump in the in the galaxy so to, I gotta, some, to some or, to some uh, entities. So that's awesome, though. Like I, I just got to ask, though. Like recently, now I mean, love the guy, hate the guy, be indifferent towards the man or whatever. He's the uh, he is the commander in chief, you know, uh, Donald Trump. Now you know he has you know recently come out and said, yeah, fuck, we need a space force. That's what we need. We need space force. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah, is there, this because that, that, like that peaks my that peaks my interest peaks my interest um, too because it's like was he pulled aside was he debriefed in some way about hey this is what we do know about uh, you know uh, intelligent life elsewhere did that freak him out enough to be like yeah fuck we need it we need a space force you know the general, or the is this consensus in, in the government has been for the guys who were the real people running the show is to keep that those those. Christmas help, as I like to call them, um, those those four to eight year <laughs> right, temporary right, right. leaders to keep them as much in the dark as possible. Sure, um, because they they don't tend to have a, you know, they could politically turn something into a politics yes. thing, yes. and so it, there's very many things that are probably kept and not, not disclosed to those people. Now, having said that, um, there are plenty that try uh, that go out there with intent. Uh, I always use the JFK thing. Friggin' Donald Trump was going to release all these documents, and, yeah. and that was until he got some briefing where they were like, "No, we're not releasing these documents." Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that other stuff comes up, but I was just as much you're interested in. I would have, I watched it with very close eyes <laughs> yeah. to the rooms that he was in right. when he would talk about the Space Force, and I did not see looks on the faces of these uh, these Joint Chiefs of holding back a giggle. Um, these guys were very much stoic during this time, yeah. and that doesn't concern me. But that does pique my interest as to well, wonder what's going on here. It is pretty interesting. God. So, I mean, I we we talked about Space Force for quite a bit, and my my opinion of it hasn't changed. I believe we need this, whether yeah. it's to defend ourselves or not. You brought it up um, before even Trump did. You know what I mean? Like you were talking about something like that put in place before any of it actually became something to talk about. There's, Yeah, I mean, there's been politicians talking about it for a while, and I'm sure that comes from military talk. Um, it's the name that threw everybody off, I believe, rather than the need for it. Well, the, there's... So as far as, like, contingencies are concerned with the military and with the government... Um, let's just say that everything that we need to be worried and concerned about is addressed at some 
level. And by that, I mean Space Force wouldn't be hard to set up because it may very well already exist on some level. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, that's, I want to go. As much, that's about as much as yeah. I, I'm going to say about that without, you know. Sure. I want to go back to, um, well, on that point real quickly, we've talked about it a few times as well, where a hacker in the 90s found a list of off-planet soldiers and 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 pilots and whatnot. Right. Um, but anyways, I want to go back to disclosure and talk about that a little bit more. If we are being conditioned for disclosure, that means of, it could be many different things, but in my mind, it's the likelihood of a few different things. One, they won't have a choice whether we find out or not. And maybe they need to look like they were in control all along. And is, or they are in control. They're working with the aliens or whatever it may be. And um, it's it, it, to me, it seems like it's more... It, most scenarios go back to it wouldn't be released if it wasn't something that either they didn't have control of or they want to keep control of. Yeah. Am I, am I yeah, wrong in that? You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, I would say that you're probably closer on the second scenario. Um, that uh, So I tell people this all the time. A, a, a species that would be advanced enough to be able to be technologically mobile um, has gone through many iterations of development and, you know, dealing, you know, cultural and social. And one thing that is socially true in all aspects of most species is political and, you know, leadership and dealing with other, other cultures, you know, it, so politics is very much a, some is something that is not, you know, we don't meet like a, it's not going to be like the movie alien where there's like some pod and they come in to overthrow, you know, they're not mobile throughout the galaxy because of a spore or something like that. It would be more like a technologically advanced society uh, where they have people and, and, and their own members who are political minded or ambassador type minded uh, that I would be more likely that it would be something that, you know, take me to your leader kind of, kind of a mentality. Um, because if it's not that, then it's the one that makes Josh lose sleep at night. Right. Um, Because if they don't want to talk to your leaders and develop some kind of a relationship, then that means that they have intent of disregarding your wants, needs, cares. Because they don't give a shit, right? (laughs) They're going to fuck you up. Well, it could be that, and it could could be both. It could be be take me to your leader so that just like the old trope where it's better to be by the devil's side than under his foot. Yes. Yeah, that's something that's been a uh, a not a myth, but a but a spoken about possibility in in some of the some of the circles that I've that I've uh, hung out with is is what is the what is the stuff that we're we, what is the stuff we're not getting told? Um, and I mean, we as in the people that were in my uh, level of stuff. Uh, what what are we not being told? Because um, there are certain things that are just, you know, when you're when they're brought forth or or put forward to the people in charge, they're kind of like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. But what about this other stuff we don't know? It's like, whoa, wait a minute. I just told you that this could be something 
and you blow it off as if like when you get someone that looks at something that should be eye opening and they act as if they've seen it before. That makes (sighs) me wonder what what are we being not being told? What what do they already know? Um, Because the galaxy, as much as we can't say we're alone in the galaxy, neither are the others. They're not alone either. So there's probably multiple different, um, you know, cultures and, and communities and species out there. And, you know, you know um, there could be the guys that are good guys and hang out. I mean, we're here to hang out with you. And, you know, there is a long time theory in the com- paranormal community that originated well, a long time, but decades and decades ago, nearly a century ago, um, that there is a war going on between two different races and we are in some way aiding one of the sides and they're helping uh, defend our planet from whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I've heard that before. Um, that's not something I have any, anything to add to uh, because it's, that's something that I think is, that would be kept from as many people as possible. See, the mm-hmm. worst part about this stuff is that um, you want to keep a secret you want to get a secret out there, you tell a small group of people that nobody else should know about it, and then someone's going to know about it. You know, someone's going to leak out secrets. So you have to take everything that's like a, he's a government, you know, when you see all these things, this guy was a government individual who says this, this, this is happening. And you have to take them all, and you can probably filter it down to about 10% of what is possible, and then out of that 10% of possible stuff, realize that everything in that 10% is only based on an idea that they have of the truth and maybe not exactly the truth. And so, uh, unfortunately it's so full of conjecture and, and, you know, like I said before, aluminum foil head wrapped, you know, wackadoos out there that are coming up with their own theories and stuff that it's very convoluted and confusing out there. What could possibly be true and what isn't true. Uh, what I can tell you is that the government, as much as it tries to portray pretend that this stuff is not something that it talks about, worries about, and has contingencies for, that is absolutely false. Uh, everything that possibly could happen, should happen, and might happen, um, they are talked about. Uh, they they do not spend the millions of dollars that they do on programs like the Advanced Aerial Threat Program or or a Project Blue Book or Project right. Grudge or or any of those things. They do not spend that money on on something on something because it's a possibility. And it's not a method to channel or funnel money because the second that it gets out there, it's going to get a lot of eyes on it because of the subject matter. So that's not where you funnel black operation money. You don't mm-hmm. funnel it through an, a, a, a program that is meant to look at UFOs. You funnel it through things like, you know, rebuilding things in Africa, setting up water sources in Africa or, you know, improving or, or building the wall along the, the border. That, that's where you funnel that black ops money at. You don't funnel it on something that's going to be massively eye-opening to the world you know and right you know so it's those money that money is spent because there's a legitimate reason to spend it there well yeah and i've argued many times on this show that not arguing with anybody in particular but at the point that they should be doing that sort of stuff absolutely it's one of the biggest it's one of the things that the government should be doing is protecting its people so they need to whether it's from another galaxy or here on the planet, they need to be looking at every single thing that's in the sky. Well, guys, <clears throat> another thing that's like eye-opening, at least for me anyway, is the fact that we have a fucking, we have a United Nations, like, liaison or ambassador to fucking outer space. 
we have somebody in place <laughs> just for this type of scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, if, if you if you take a real hard look at it, the United States, as far as a government is concerned, uh, in the eyes of the rest of the world, is very, very spooky on, on this subject matter. Right. And uh, the rest of the world, Canada, Brazil, England, Europe as a whole, they're a little bit more accepting and open about the possibility of these things being real. And that, to me, has always been a source of suspicion as to why is the United States uh, take this so seriously to the point where they treat it publicly like it's taboo, um, where everyone else in the world is like, well, this is a possibility it could happen. And I don't think that's for religious reasons. We're not that tied into religion in the United States for that to be the cause. I think there's something else going on uh, with their, their desire to yeah. be secretive about it. And that's not right. saying that it's good or bad one way or the other. Um, I believe in the United States as a country. I wouldn't have spent 20 years fighting for it if I didn't. Absolutely. But, but I, am not, I am not. I do not have my eyes closed to the fact that we are that the government should be trusted about as far as you can throw a 10 ton ball of <laughs> lead. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But that, that denial and secrecy draws more attention in my opinion and intrigue in, in people, in my opinion, rather than just saying, yeah, it could be out there. Yeah. But who does it draw the main attention from? You look at it, it, it yeah. it's, it's self-serving because it draws the yeah. attention of like, you know, Infowars and, and those are the ones who yell the most about stuff like this. And it's like, guys, if you would all just shut up and let guys who will intelligently talk about it, like like you like you guys do, like I do, that maybe we would get somewhere with finding out about what's going around rather than than going off the wall and 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 just really coming out with some wackadoo, you know, making the frogs gay kind of. It's it's just <laughs> really people take it. It's like everything is not when everything is a conspiracy, then no one believes anything is. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's very mm. dangerous. And I think that that's all done on purpose. Well, and I think I, I think that we should be, and you know, we Josh and I and you as well have a different perspective on the paranormal world. It's not taboo at all, even a little bit to us because we've been in it. Sure. Um, but still, to me, it's shocking that you have to argue with someone that something isn't impossible. Right. Not that it's really happening here right now, but you have to argue that it's even possible. Right. It there, is shocking. They've closed down the idea of it even potentially existing. And that's more right. of like the cynicism, more or less, instead of like a skeptic. Um, at least a skeptic would agree and acknowledge the possibility of something potentially happening. Whereas a cynic is just going to shut it down. You know? Yeah. I, I, I tell people all the time that if you take a hard look at the, the real big skeptics and you you kind of got to find where their source of their disbelief comes from and yeah. then at not attack them, but point out to them. Now, look, man, if it's religion that stops you from believing in stuff like that, um, are you saying that the God you believe in who's all powerful could not have this happen? That's one good way of getting them to maybe take another look at it. And then if you go at them from the scientific point of view, you can remind them that scientifically it is Occam's razor more likely that this is going on than it, right. it's almost impossible statistically for this not to exactly, be Exactly, man. Like that's what's so, I mean, fucking for, frightening. So both sources, so both sources of their skepticism are, are self-defeating. Yeah. 
like it just brings me back again, man, like to to religion as we know it today um, all across the globe. Um, what would happen? You know, to I'm thinking here in, in small town Iowa, you know, where I've grown up and all this stuff, like what would happen to this very large community of I, older people who have grown up knowing nothing but God, the Bible. This is what happened. It doesn't mean that it's the it's the religion, but for a lot, though. but for a lot of these oh, people, but for a lot of these people, that will throw God entirely out the window. I right. swear and that, to that you, they have a problem in their faith. Yes, to begin with, yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's yeah, what that's, I'm saying without even saying. But it. it's not. It's not. I don't know if it's a problem in their faith, but the, the religion, organized religion, has done such a good job of making us the children of God for so yes. long that there can be nothing that even comes close to our Wait, level of intelligence you mean, because they believe yeah, exactly. that much in it. And you so mean when dad had another kid? Text, what? Yeah, yeah. Yes. What do you mean dad had another? It's like, the fuck, like, dad? What do you mean I have stepbrothers and sisters? 2,000 fucking dad. years, you're not going to tell us you had another fucking kid, dad? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Uh, there's and, and I mean, you really want to I'd love to come back on and, and get, get into a show with you guys on the the possibility, <clears throat> the possibility that we were seated here um, Dude, because think about that, too. Yes. Like no, I, I would can totally t- I can am... do more than think about it for you, buddy. I like... can could, I could, I could source <laughs> government documents on research done. Fuck, on fuck. whether or not we've receded here. Okay. So, <laughs> so Josh, the, no, the, fuck, probe, don't. the probing is really just sex. <laughs> um, it, it the would thing be is, unwanted, though, yes. The thing is, a lot of people out there. You have the <laughs> essence of the alien in you. So, All up in me. Loving so it why, strong. Why is it, why is it that <sighs> every single organism on the planet Earth's DNA is only only less than 1% away from each other, and we are three whole percent away from everyone else, unless our species what? itself, which is so different from everything else in this planet, is maybe not originally from here. <sighs> I don't know. Just, just let that tumble around inside you know, your brain. No, but there is, and, though. And then tell me how my Mothman friggin' debunk is, <laughs> makes me a, a non-believer. But, though, think about this. Like, there is a large camp of people out there that do say that at one time we probably, as a human populace or race or what have you, inhabited... Uh, another planet most likely the planet that they're having in their eyesight would be mars um yes and you know looking at the planet mars and all of this fun stuff like it does appear that yes there were fucking lakes there were rivers streams things of that nature and it is quite possible that yes the planet was dying in some way shape or form or there's also plenty of evidence out there and and theories (laughs) that there was some kind of a nuclear (laughs) event on that planet that led that that planet to be uninhabitable isn't it fucked? Because look at us now, you know. <laughs> We're heading towards having a nuclear event making this planet uninhabitable. Yes, yes. Well, even if it wasn't a a intelligent transfer of life from one planet to this planet, there is the there is the possibility of panspermia, where exactly yes. the 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 original essence of our DNA was just floating out there in space and the heat of coming into our atmosphere activated it and then it landed in this soup that was already on our planet and life was already growing here a little bit and we just melded with it and we evolved out of that oh, yeah was... and it's and it's it's a lot of scientists believe that all life on earth was was seated here in very much the same way 
So like God. everything that's here could have came from one rogue meteor with some kind of DNA strain in it. And then, you know, a couple hundred thousand years later, you know, the human the human virus comes around and drops itself yes. on the planet Earth. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> They go. did. They. I did. I was pretty sure, though, uh, Josh, that the, the the aircraft that I saw was taking a left hand turn heading towards Iowa. Perfect. Uh, they had a <laughs> they had a slipknot or 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 you know I break for slipknot or yep. Josh's Josh's butthole <laughs> Josh's written on the back of it. Tight so little pucker butthole. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was heading your way, buddy. I can't wait. Oh my lord! It is interesting though. Like when you do when you look. When you look at the country, you look at the different uh, UFO sightings and things of that nature, just uh, from coast to coast in this country alone, you will see something very interesting, but you do see a very uh, predominant line that will run from coast to coast. Um, yeah. And it pretty almost much... Like, almost like it's an air airway, right? Yep, like, exactly. It's a flight path. It's fucked. It's so funny. Now, you have a few that are scattered off here and there and things of that nature, but that's to be expected. But, yeah, it is almost as if they're following the same type of path, um, which is totally screwed, by the way. <laughs> totally <laughs> screwed. Uh, going across, like, Tennessee, right over to your neck of the woods, honestly, bro. Um, yeah. Like, it's just so weird. So weird. God damn it. Koopsik, what do you think, buddy? Um, I'm just glad you're having this reaction to this. You mean I'm not like curled up under my desk? The fact that, um, not that I sound crazy when I have a conversation. I I love the fact that Jeff can keep up with our conversation. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And interject all kinds of other questions in my mind. It makes me think about other stuff. It's great. I love having Jeff on. I do too. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I listen to you guys every single week. So, I mean, it's like, it's so it's, I'm kind of, all I'm having here is the actual conversation with you that you guys don't hear when I'm having the conversation right. with you as I listen <laughs> to the show. Cause I will go off on a tangent about something or, or, and you, you guys will just keep talking and then I'll be like, wait, Koopsik, are you still there? And just right about the same time that Josh says, Koopsik, are you still there? <laughs> I could just imagine like Jeff driving, going into the office face palm oh you fucking idiots guys it's just like this <laughs> oh this, this morning this morning at work while i was having my guys do something i immediately stopped in the middle of it and i'm like no 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 we would not be able to block any kind of asteroid that was coming at this planet we'd be done <laughs> we'd be screwed we'd be totally screwed oh god it's just amazing just amazing well jeff as always brother it is a pleasure to have you i love it Absolutely love it. The pleasure's all mine. The pleasure's all mine, honestly. Now, Koopsik, do you have anything to add, my friend? I'm ready to go look for UFOs. You know what? I am, too. I think I took I think I think took some steps. I think I've been making baby steps here and there. I think I'm ready to do it. I think I'm ready for an I excursion. I think that we, we need Jeff's perspective on this yes. film. We need yes. him to be involved if he's willing to be yes. involved. As I'm, much as he could be, do that. I, 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 I have nothing but the but the legal ramifications of my non disclosure agreement that prevent me from from being a part of anything. You guys need anything from me, you let me know, and I'm there for you. That's hot. Right, cool. That's hot. It's We're getting probe, Josh. It's happening, whether it's an alien or not. <laughs> Something's going up your butt. We don't care. <laughs> so, and we're and we're gonna film it. <laughs> 
everybody uh, that I talk to wants this to happen for you. Yeah, everybody so. you talk to is a bunch of sickos. There, there, I said it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it'd be so cool. Josh gets sodomized by something, anything. No, it's not sodomy if you just relax and let it happen and oh. just like, try to enjoy it as much as they are. I don't know, man. Like, I, I just keep imagining like a stick or something with like bark. You know, it's very unforgiving. <laughs> it's like, I don't I mean, know. They're using surgical smooth steel. It should, it should be sterile and not barkish. I mean, that sounds a little rough. Coops, can we get some some surgical steel? It's nice and smooth. Um, I will bring some tactical lubrication maybe, along with me. Maybe tapered down at the end, you know. <laughs> Like, isn't tactical i mean tactical you know being like in a combat scenario when you need wouldn't tactical lubrication just be saliva it could don't be. you want to have pre-planned <laughs> lubrication yeah. like something well that... don't tell him my secret it could be oh, like secret ingredient spit man that's just nature's lube isn't it like nature's just... lube. <laughs> oh my god all right guys well i hope you enjoyed the uh the extra little episode since we uh were kind of fuck fucking off last week uh but if you guys want to reach out to us, 913-730-7255, give us a call, uh, leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text, whatever you want to do. Cruise over to ectoplasmshow.com, kind of your one-stop shop for all things Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> Anything else, my friend? Yes, go check out Pod Bros. Pod go Bros. say hi to them. The language of bromance is in Chicago right now. Nice. Along with a few other people from Pod Bros. That's right. Um, I'm still trying to get up there to go to a game. It's going to happen soon. I'm going to be in studio up there. Yeah. So, yeah. But go check out Pod Bros. Go say hi to them on all different social media platforms, including Twitter, where I found them. That's right. That's right. You guys mind if I plug myself? Do it. Go for it. Yes. Oh, yeah? Oh, cool. Uh, you can check me out, guys, if you want to hear more of my, my bantering and stuff like that over at uh, Podcast 1289 or a Conspiracy Geeks podcast. Love it. Both of those out there. It's good stuff. That's it. That's it. Well, thank you thank so you, much gentlemen. again for. I had a good time. I always coming. have a good time with you guys, so. dude. It's always a blast, right? We talk it all is. sorts I am of fun going shit. To start calling you Secret Squirrel from now on, though. I might like as well. That. Yeah. That's that's who I am. So. <laughs> you guys might as well just do it. Fucking do it. Just do it. A oh, real man. nutcracker. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. All right, peeps. Well, we're gonna let you go. Have a good rest of your week, and we will talk to you soon. Peace out. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch. Listen and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Space is the home of anything you want from films, music, and original shows ranging from all different topics of true crime, the paranormal, conspiracy, and so much more. You have to see it to believe it. Created by Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff. 
Biddy Space is truly the future of entertainment. Join now for 15 days free and only $9.99 per month after that. Go to vidi.space. It's another world. Everyone come to our world. I don't know if you want to come into our world, but it's pretty crazy.